0: Welcome to You Meet in a Tavern, a D&D podcast. Um, quick announcement. This is not your normal feed. This is not our normal story. We are taking, obviously, if you, you follow along with our normal story, we are taking a bit of a break uh, to get to the last uh, few moments of our normal campaign. We want to be all in the same room. We want to get together. You know, this this podcast has meant a lot to us over the past couple of years, so we want to make sure we finish it off right um as buds is that safe to say yes very very safe (laughs) to say 100 percent. yeah all right sweet so um for those of you joining us for the first time you might be just because of this supplement we are doing a pokemon 5e one shot we wanted to put out some some content for you while you wait for our next episode um and there might be new people that come in and listen to this those of you that might be interested in the Pokemon 5e e supplement, we're going to be going over some of the rules and uh, playing a little game here. So let's just real quick. I know for some of you normal listeners, this is old news, but let's just introduce ourselves. My name is Joe, the DM. I've been DMing Amina Tavern now for two years, uh, and uh, I've kind of hosted this since the start. So I'll be your dungeon master, your Pokemaster for this one shot.
1: Uh, Brian. Brian, Oxer, been playing... Dungeons and Dragons. Just since we started, you meet in a tavern. Um, are we doing characters right now? Introducing character names. Are we doing that? Well, let's do
0: them after. let's introduce like people first, and then we'll do characters. Cool,
1: Jamal. My name is Chris, aka Jamal, uh, Derf Turfto, in our main podcast. That, uh, have I fulfilled the prompt? That was perfect. <laughs> it was amazing. We we are so good at this.
0: <laughs> yeah, you crushed it's it. It's only been 2 good. years and here we are.
2: <laughs> still struggling with <laughs> the day one stuff.
0: The exact same as the first episode <laughs> intro. All right. Kirk.
3: Kirk, uh Dupe Snacks Dubai, Tug Mug Bar and you meet in a tavern and uh ready to play some Pokémon, some pocket monsters and baby.
1: Hell yeah, baby. All Hold right. On. So is it, um is it Pocket Monsters is that what it's like like, Got
3: of shorten down. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like Pokemon is short- ready. Oh, for,
3: yeah. For those. <laughs> I'm ready to play some critters. Know what I mean? No, I don't. <laughs> I'm so. I
1: don't know anything about Pokemon. It is Pocket Monsters. So, yeah.
0: Kirk and Jamal are both, and me, and I, and I are all. Pokemon experts played since Red Blue, the original black and white Game Boy edition. Brian, however, what is your experience with Pokemon? Like, what is your actual experience with Pokemon? I've
1: never played a Pokemon game. Um, I know, like, obviously there's like the trading card game and I know Pikachu, like Raichu because of Kirk. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I played like Pokemon Let's Go or whatever for like less than a week. Pokemon I don't Go. know whatever it's it is It's
0: different it's very different whatever, whenever it came out whatever
1: <laughs> what the one that came out everybody was like oh my god and getting hit by cars and shit i played that for like a week and i was like this is boring and i didn't play it again so i know nothing so i'm pretty excited because
0: that means that every encounter is going to be like opening your eyes to our childhood yeah
1: I'm, well i'm also older than for the first so time like i think
0: That's significantly
1: old. how old are you who's the oldest of you uh, Probably me. Kirk, 32? 32. Yep. And I'll be 36 yeah. this year. So oh, yeah, you're Jim. ancient. I'm pretty, I have, I, if you saw my hair, definitely ancient. Lots get that AARP
2: discount. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I get AARP mail all the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. All right. So, yes, we are, in fact, playing Pokemon D&D today. Uh, this is a rule set that I created that converted your your normal 5e D&D rules into a playable Pokemon game. I'll put links to, like, the manuals and stuff in the uh, episode description if you guys want to check it out. It's a whole rule set. So that's what we're going to do. And I told these guys that we're going to kind of play this um, original story that you might... You might remember if you played some of those original games and I said to each of them, I needed them to create characters that are about in their low to mid teens, kids that lived in Pallet Town and I haven't heard what they came up with. So why don't we get into character descriptions first and we can roll stats and everything and do that here and kind of talk about how that goes. But uh, who wants to go first?
1: I will be playing a character named Hezekiah. Jesus. Or Hez for short. Two Zs. Um, two, two Zs. Z's. Okay. Uh, Warforged Paladin. Um, Oath of War. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, now I'm now. JK, I'm JK, 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 JK. Okay. But um, Hezekiah is a big nerd. And I'm imagining him with one of those old timey, like, like a, like a, like a front strapped laptop hanging from his chest, so he can like Google stuff <laughs> while he's walking around. <laughs> What's he look like? Ah, uh, fucking a uh, little kid. I don't know. He's fourteen. He's got uh, messy black hair. And he's skinny. All right. He's skinny. Loves wearing shorts. Cargo shorts cuz they're much more <laughs> practical.
0: <laughs> uh glasses, no glasses?
1: Yes, glasses. What's his shirt? His shirt? Yeah, what's
0: what, is a what's his shirt? T-shirt Give me a visual.
1: It's a t-shirt with a picture of a pokemon on it. And the pokemon on his shirt is I don't know what. He seems like a, mag-
0: a magnemite kind of guy. Yeah,
1: sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. A magnemite. <laughs> He's got a magnemite on his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and uh, home life? Like,
0: what's his situation? How long has he lived no, in Palatown? a Porygon.
1: It's a Porygon. A Porygon.
0: Okay. All right. Sweet.
1: Um, what's his hometown? I don't, know. I don't know. You tell me. What's his home life? What's his home life? Oh, his home. What's he about? His home life. What is he about? Loves computers he's like he would like i mean he's a kid but he would like to be like a hacker within the pokemon universe to the extent there is such a thing as hackers he's like a whiz with electronics um likes to like put together little machines and um he's got like 10 raspberry pies uh which exist in the pokemon mythos he's always tinkering with stuff doing little projects um, and his mom's and his mom and dad are like, "Go play sports," and he's like, mm, "Go play your own sports." <laughs> All right, that gives us a good idea.
0: So Hezekiah, what was, his, what was it? Hezekiah. Hez. All right, Hez.
3: We got Hez. Right, who's up next? I'll go. I'll go. Um, so my character is Percy. He is a rotund child, uh, kind of like a, I think like a cross between like Dursley, Dudley Dursley and like Augustus Gloop. <laughs> Just always mowing down right. on candy all the time. Just disgusting chocolate covered it. shirt with like a, bu- like a double bubble type, whatever the Pokemon equivalent of, you know, like bubble gum would be on his shirt. Um, it's a little too small, so it's like belly button and tummies hanging out all the time. Also wears uh, <laughs> cargo shorts for the practicality of carrying more candy, and he's completely not prepared to go on a Pokemon adventure. <laughs> 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 Fucking awesome.
0: Uh okay, and then um Brian. Oh wait, wait. So Percy, what's his what's his home life? Like uh, Where did he come from? Super
3: spoiled, incredibly uh, middling, mediocre uh, parents in the sense that, like, they just kind of let him do whatever, never really pushed him to strive for anything better for himself or him, like himself in the academic realm, in the athletic realm, in the mental development realm. <laughs> He's just kind of just been a bump on a log. <laughs> and then finally, just, uh, Either by uh, a bolt of lightning of willingness or wanting to do something or to get him out of the house. He is uh, in lockstep with Hez and whomever Brian's character is, I guess, going to Professor Oak's lab or wherever we end up to get a a starting Pokemon.
0: Sweet. All right. uh, Brian, how about you? All right. uh, Yeah.
1: Well, Hez and I are clearly best friends because my character's name is Methuselah Bristlecone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
3: Cool. I'm really excited I went with Percy. Uh,
0: <laughs> Methuselah? Yeah. You have a short short version of that name?
1: No, no. Everybody calls me Methuselah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, Meth. Call him Methus. <laughs> the has Thewes and Percy.
2: Percy. <laughs> 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 All
1: right. What's uh, what's Methuselah like? So Methuselah wears has a giant pair of horn rimmed glasses, the nice long flowing mullet, and his trucker hat, uh, and he wears he's got a wears a pair of nice uh, long pair of jinko jeans <laughs> with with a bright yellow T shirt and a a black leather jacket over top. And he always wears his jacket everywhere, no matter what.
0: And what? Uh, what's what's his home life? Where's <laughs> he's, he from? He's just had the
1: the perfect all about? home bringing, home upbringing. Um, anything he wants, he gets. He, he, you know, super spoiled. Um, total brat, big brat. Okay, okay, sweet. So we got Hez,
0: we got Percy, and Methuselah. I gotta think of a better name to call you. <laughs> The Thuze. Thuzman. Theus. That's beautiful. All right, has Percy and Thuze. That's happening. And uh let's see, what could be the deal? So basically, so here's what's happening. You guys are, you know, you're hanging out at home, whether uh probably separate when this happens. Um, but you are in in Palatown, and Palatown is uh it's it's a normal-sized town. It's a medium-sized town. You know, you got, like, a hospital and a couple schools, um, you know, city streets. No, no, not a huge downtown area, but um, everyone knows in town it's kind of like the Pokemon Hub because of its famous professor oaks laboratory that's where a lot of the research of the region happens it's where you know a lot of people that come to palatown come to visit the museum that's attached to the lab and it talks about the history and it talks about red and his incredible victory uh, in the pokemon league when he was in such a such a young age um so it's a very touristy town even though it's not very large it rise. It lies right on the harbor to the southern sea that goes down to Cinnabar Island. So there's a lot of kind of traffic in the docks. Um, but for all the hubbub, uh, you know, it's you've lived lived there your whole life. You know, you know Palletown backwards and forwards, all the side streets, all the hidden areas. You guys are currently growing up together. Um, and let's see, based on your backstories, I think you hear about a a contest. Um, that's going on in Pallet Town, and Professor Oak is looking for new trainers to teach his ways, and he's looking for help on a specific project and wants three people to come to his lab to kind of get started on their own Pokemon journey for a very, very important adventure that he has in store. And the way he announces this is he is selling Oak bars at all the local grocery stores. They're chocolate bars, and... Oh, Inside well. three of them, out of the thousands, there are three golden tickets. They're red and white tickets, uh, and that those hold the invitation to Professor Oak. So what is, what is uh, Methuselah's strategy to get a hold of this red and white ticket?
1: Uh, being the spoiled brat that I am, I bought just thousands of these bars and just opened them mm-hmm. until I found my ticket, just throwing, discarding the rest as trash. I didn't even eat any of the oak bars.
0: Okay. What about, uh, what about Percy?
3: <laughs> Percy. <laughs> Percy accidentally ate his way into this <laughs> opportunity. Um, definitely, <laughs> definitely was just eating oak bars because he thought they tasted good, and uh, kind of bit, actually trying to chomp into the bar, like bit the corner of the ticket off. And then, like, kind of (laughs) like choked and like coughed up, and realized that uh, his the bar he was eating had a golden ticket in it. So he's got a he's got a ticket with the corner bitten, bitten off. Sweet. All
1: right. Uh, And Hez, Hez is like following his mom around with his little laptop on his chest, typing furiously, and he's like, "So, mom, what I realized is the okay (laughs) the the (laughs) store." (laughs) There's only so many bars that have to go to certain places, right? So I ran the numbers on where uh, Thuse and Percy found their bars and realized for the most efficient um, purchasing power, I had to go to uh, Ted's General Store down the street where no one had found a ticket yet. And I bought their whole stock out. And sure enough, I found one. Didn't eat any of the chocolate bars. Don't like chocolate.
3: Cool. So I'm the only pudgy nightmare that actually just enjoys chocolate. Here we go. That's fantastic.
0: So uh, in any way, either by just devouring it Half of it or running the numbers or buying out a a million bars until you just got lucky. You three hold the three, the only three tickets to Professor Oak's lab. And there's a date on there and a week passes. The anticipation grows. And finally, you head towards uh, Professor Oak's lab at the top of the hill to figure out what he wants. Now, you all haven't rolled anything for your characters, right? Like stats or
2: anything?
0: No, nothing. Well, you should probably go ahead and do that now. So you'll roll a D6 four times, drop the lowest. That'll be one score and do that six times. And then you can kind of arrange those scores how you want. Thinking about um, what your characters are like and what stats they would have. And while you all are doing that, I'll kind of explain uh, based on the handbook here what other stuff you get at level one. So in this system, um, everyone is a Pokemon trainer class. There is one class, and there's different trainer paths. Once you reach level two, that you can branch off and do certain specialized things um, as you reach certain levels that kind of uh, specify who your character is. And there's a lot of options there. But every every trainer starts with um, a hit dice of 1d8. Your hit points are the same as normal, so you get the, the top... Uh, top of that hit dice range eight plus your, whatever your con mod is. Uh, and then you obviously roll that one D eight each time and add your con mother as you, as you level up, nothing different from D and D there uh, proficiencies are a little different in this game. Armor and weapons are not as important. So you don't have any armor and weapons proficiencies. It really depends on the type of GM and the type of campaign that you run. Um, just to see, just uh, depending on how kind of cutthroat or hardcore the world that you're playing in is, those armor and weapons uh, might come in to play more. But n- not in the kind of game that we're, we're playing. Um, all trainers get saving throw proficiency in Charisma. And skill proficiencies, all trainers have animal handling because you're Pokemon trainers. So you are supposed to be skilled in catching Pokemon. And animal handling is the main skill used for Pokemon catching. And then you get to choose two from basically all the other ones. So you get three total skill proficiencies. Animal handling is always going to be one of them. So you guys can pick what your other two are going to be. Uh, Based off of what's listed, acrobatics, athletics, insight, intimidation, investigation, medicine, nature, perception, performance, persuasion, sleight of hand, stealth, or survival. You guys can choose those. And then uh, equipment is going to be a little bit different. Uh, In in a normal campaign, um, you're going to get five Pokeballs to start, a potion, uh, a special pack that is in the manual, you get a trainer's license, which basically says you are allowed to battle and fight and catch Pokemon. Uh, you get a Pokedex, a starter, which we'll get into later, and then a certain amount of money. Now, this is a, this is more of a specified one shot. So you're going to get I'll tell you what kind of equipment you get. But that's what a normal person would start with. So uh, am I done rolling stats? I am done. Brian, what would you get as far as stats go?
1: Sorry. I- and where are you putting them? I'm starting Strength at 10, Dexterity at 14, Constitution at 12, Intelligence at 6, Wisdom nice. <laughs> at 13, and Charisma at 11. And for my skills, I, you said we had to take Animal Handling, and then since I'm a spoiled brat, I took Deception and Stealth. Perfect.
3: Okay. Sweet. Uh, Kirk, are you ready? I have the numbers. I'm still trying to uh, assign them. 13, 10, 14, 11, 12, 12. Okay,
1: so nice. I, I can go. I got, yeah, go ahead. Because uh, I'm a wiry little nerd. 10 in strength and charisma. Um, 12 constitution wisdom. 13 dex. Um, 16 intelligence. And uh, proficiency in history and investigation. Hist- okay,
3: nice, nice. All right. So I did strength 13, dex 12, constitution 12, intelligence 10, wisdom 11. I'm actually going to have my dexterity be 10. Um intelligence 11. My wisdom will be 12 and then my charisma is 14. And it's going to be into um de- deception and intimidation. <laughs> and, wait, di- no, Brian, did you do deception? I did. Okay, did you do uh persuasion? <laughs> No, I did stealth. <laughs> okay, I'll do I'll do persuasion and intimidation, and that's how I get all my candy.
0: <laughs> Alright, awesome. Awesome. All right, so the three of you, you head towards uh Professor Oak's lab. Professor Oak's lab is at the top of this hill. There's like two hundred stairs at least just to get to this thing, but it's a beautiful oh sight looking up. <laughs> the sky the sky is clear there's a few clouds there's a nice breeze blowing through the trees this wooded path that leads up to this huge lab at the top of the hill with this windmill that's blowing in the wind uh, you can just feel and hear the churn of energy coming from inside and you three meet up uh, at the base of these stairs ready to take your journey upwards
3: hey guys
2: come back. <laughs> <sighs>
3: Uh, can you oh, Can one of you just like carry me off there
1: Mehez <laughs> <laughs> is definitely not strong enough to do that Gosh Percy yeah. Can <laughs> you just like lose some Like weight or something Like you're always like so behind This is Be- just-
3: <sighs> Behind your mom <laughs> <laughs> What <laughs> 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 see, see you losers later. And Percy just starts lumbering up the hill or the steps.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, all right, sweet. So you guys track your way up there very slowly, just trying to follow along with Percy. Um, Uh, Eventually you make it up. It takes (laughs) about a half an hour just to get up this staircase. Percy is heaving and sweating profusely, (laughs) just dripping down into his belly button that hangs from underneath his shirt. And you walk inside Professor Oak's lab. And arranged immediately, you're hit with like this buzz of noise and a commotion. You see on the walls on either side, there's cabinets and they're full of beakers. There's test tubes, microscopes, uh, all sorts of laboratory equipment. There's bookcases uh, that line the ceiling and the walls um, that are full with thick encyclopedias, huge consoles, computers with black screens, flashing panels. Um, you see a white, black and white tiled floor in front of you uh, and wide desks all around where assistants are working diligently on science experiments. They're poring over uh, huge manuals full of pages or they're mindlessly reading text from the computer screens as their fingers move a mile a minute on the keyboards. And at the far end of the lab, you see a tall gray-haired man and he wears a pristine white lab coat and he's studying over a table arranged with a collection of Pokeballs and you know instantly you know you're, you've been from Palatown. you know this man as the infamous uh, Professor Oak and he turns at the at hearing this door open and he reaches his hands out to you and he says boys boys oh welcome to my lab come 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 please I've been waiting for you
3: uh, there's two there's two steps Oaks <laughs> There's so many steps oaks and then his stomach like as he's clambering by knocks over like six or seven beakers on the edge of a table
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you see his his assistants like frantically go to start picking him up and getting a broom and um he says no 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 you you didn't see the the elevator you should you could have taken the elevator
2: <laughs> jesus christ <laughs>
0: There was a very clear sign marked at the bottom of the stairs, elevator this way. Uh, no matter, no matter. Come, 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 come. Are you all excited to take your first Pokémon journey?
1: I mean, it's not really my first. I am very excited. <laughs> my dad, my dad was like a really famous trainer. But we moved oh, regions, right? and so like you probably just haven't heard of him. Uh, well, what's his name? Don't worry about it. <laughs> You, you wouldn't know him. You wouldn't know him. You wouldn't know him.
0: I mean, I know a whole lot of trainers. I did teach Red everything he
1: knew. Look, the, Bristle, the Bristlecone line is famous for its Pokemon trainers, just not in this region. So, like, I'm a natural. Thoos, your dad's an accountant. <laughs> I don't even know, what, like, what you're talking about right now. Has, His dad okay, is an accountant. Has, has, <laughs> stop talking, has famous Pokemon trainer. That's my lineage. And stuff. So, Thuz, you
0: must you must know a whole lot about Pokemon, correct? I could ask you anything about Pokemon, and you would definitely know the answer.
1: In this other region, yeah, (laughs) like I know all about them. But this one's, you know, we're new here.
0: (laughs) I see. I see. Well, well, this will be interesting for the three of you, then. I'm sure. Now, listen. Listen to me. <laughs> I have a very 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 important package that I need you to pick up for me at the Pokemart in Viridian City. It's just a few miles north of Palatown here.
2: Miles, I need you to go to
0: <laughs> 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 what?
1: Yes, Percy. Miles. Uh I go there all the time, Percy. It's it'll be fine. Uh, uh
3: all right.
1: It's not a very hard
0: walk. Can we have our Pokemon now? (laughs) (laughs) Just wait, wait, in in due time, in due time, you'll get your Pokemon. Just just listen. It's a few miles up the road. It won't take that long. There's a very clear path, not a whole lot of hills. Don't you worry, Percy. And he kind of pats you on the back. And he says, but I'm just, you can see there's a lot of action here. And I'm just way, way, way too busy to be able to to go to Viridian myself. And I need it. I need it. Within the day. Can you can I count on you to do this?
1: This will be no problem, but do you have one of those, like, wheelchair Pokemon so we can get, like, <laughs> Percy there and back, like, in a day?
0: <laughs> wheelchair Pokemon?
1: Yeah, I what? mean, they may not have any in this region, but, like, the the region I come from, like, you know, we, we ha- they, were there, they were, like, everywhere. What, what region are you from, exactly? Don't, look, don't question what I've seen. Like, just because you haven't <laughs> seen it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Wheelchair Pokemon. Uh, if we come across one, I'll bring it back just so I can show you.
0: Ah, ah, so that is my second request, actually. I'm glad you brought that up. Not only do I need this package, but I have heard that Pokemon from other regions have started to make their way here to Kanto, and I would love for you to capture some and bring them back to my lab so that I could study them. I will give you 5,000 Poke to bring back my package in one piece. And I'll even give you 500 Pokey right now. And an extra 200 for each Pokemon that you bring back to me to study.
1: That sounds that sounds just like the best thing ever, because I'm super hungry. And I could really use a good Pokey right now.
3: <laughs> P- Pokey? Oh, it's, it's money, you it's money idiot.
1: Oh, I... I I didn't know that. Like my parents, uh, my parents pay for everything. So
3: like, it's money. It's that's so much chocolate. Uh, that's so much chocolate. I'm in.
1: Can we have our Pokemon now? Perfect.
0: And he slaps his hands together, <laughs> and <laughs> he says, "Yes, yes, yes." Hez. I would be happy to give you And he kind of steps aside and he looks at and you look at this table that's right behind him and there are three very nicely neat pokeballs sat on the table and he says, I have three Pokemon here that I will let you rent for this quest. The world out there is very dangerous and you will need this companion by your side to protect you and to battle Pokemon and anyone that might stand in your way. And, uh, one by one, he kind of, well, he takes a pointer out from his lab coat and he whips it forward and extends. And one by one, he taps on the Pokeballs. Boom, boom, boom. And I want you to all roll a D100. D100? D100. So you're going to roll, basically, you're going to roll two D10s and one's the 10s place and one's the one place. You should have a
1: D10 that's got zeros on it. 95. I got it. I got it. I got it. 95. All right. Hez says, I hope I get an electric type.
3: You're going to get a fucking mud type, buddy. 62. (laughs) It's not even a
1: type.
0: mud type?
3: It's not even a type. type. I got a five.
1: All right. A five out of 100? I don't know. Yeah, zero, zero. Didn't you get a 92? 95. That's pretty. That's the same.
3: Yeah, but mine's cool. I don't know. Oh, my gosh.
0: get the magic Magikarp. No, this is actually super funny because... So basically what I did to create this, we talked ahead of time, and I said, do you guys want to pick your starters or do you want me to, like, create a table and then you guys randomly roll on it? And um, they chose to randomly roll on it, obviously. And what happened, based on those rolls, is you guys... Randomly rolled a fire type, grass type, and water type.
3: <laughs> <laughs> nice.
0: And I have like I have everything. I've got Rattata on here. I've got Squirtles. I've got Tricos. I've got a, like a Zigzagoon. I've got all sorts of things on here. But um, as he taps on these three pokeballs, three arcs of flashing light burst from these balls as they open, and three Pokemon begin to form in the ground directly in front of you. Um, Brian, you might have to look these up just to know (laughs) what they look
1: like. Yeah, so? Is one of them a wheelchair Pokemon?
0: It's not a wheelchair Pokemon. Um, The first one that appears on the far left um, is a small brown... uh, It almost looks like an otter crossed with a squirrel. Um, It is brown, and it's got these, these... fins that come out of its arms and it almost looks like it's got a yellow inner tube stuck to its neck like wrapped around oh, its I love neck that like a scarf is this yellow inner tube and this is the sea weasel pokemon uh Busel. the second one that appears he spelled that is, for me sure yeah b-u-i-z-e-l yeah i would never have gotten that perfect <laughs> he's a cool guy um the second one that appears in this flash of light uh, is an acorn with feet. That's the best way to describe this. It is a, a acorn about the size of a, of a grapefruit, um, and it has these little feet. It almost looks like a Goomba from Mario um, with <laughs> a, a gray top. And this is a C-dot, the acorn Pokemon. Nice. And the third and final... Pokemon that appears on the far right is this beautiful, uh, I would, I would almost say cute. It's an adorable looking red fox. And this is a Vulpix. They look up at you uh, with their blinking eyes and they kind of look around, look at their surroundings and, and step forward. And Professor Oak says, take your pick.
3: Um, okay, so I'm going to do this real quick for you did. Uh, uh, was it Buzeal? Buzel: Busel.
0: I actually don't know how you Weasel? say Busel.:
3: C know. dot Weasel? and Volpix. Yeah, okay. I'm going to roll a D6. one and two is buzel, two uh, three and four is C dot, five and six is Volpix.: Okay. C dot, <laughs> baby.):
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> So now
1: what do we do? I'll take evens uh, which one do you want, tens? I'm not sure which one I you want. You know what? I'll, which? Even, I'll roll. Evens, I'll take Buzel. Odds, I'll take Vulpix. I got Buzel. Buzel. So, Vulpix City. All right, is. perfect.
0: So, Hez gets Vulpix, Percy gets C-Dot, and Thuze gets Buizel. So, you all step forward, and Professor Oak gestures that you should take their balls. Um, and you take each of their Pokeballs, and they stand by your feet. And... um well, what I want you to do is I want you to add them to the app. There's a Pokedex 5E app for this system. Uh, it can house all the stats of your of your po- Pokemon that you catch, and uh, you're gonna tap on like the Add Pokemon button and then add your respective little dudes. And for this starters, for starters, uh, since they are yours, you can choose whatever nature you want. So each Pokemon gets a nature there's 20 of them all of them do different things um, they either add or subtract from a certain stat just to kind of differentiate between Pokemon that you might catch that might have different natures so choose a nature for your Pokemon and then uh add them to the app with whatever starting moves that they get
3: we're gonna go ahead and hit c dot with a dumb a dumb
0: c dot sweet
3: Man, is everybody's stuff minus one across the board, except whatever trait they chose on their rolls? Shouldn't uh, be. What level should we be, our guy? Sure.
1: Level one. I've got a minus two intelligence. I've got minus two intelligence, plus one whiz, plus one cha. Yeah. I got plus two, plus dexterity. one dex, and we're level but, one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yo, what the? So you'll have a negative one in strength, dex, and wisdom. <laughs>
3: Just because C dot's very weak. Cool. Okay. Also, my, also my C dot's name is Gumball. Gumball.
0: Okay. Dope. Uh, are you guys nicknaming your Pokemon? Well, name Vulpix Kit. Awesome. All right. So, um, once you grab these pokeballs, are you nicknaming your Weasel, uh, Brian?
1: Yeah. 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 I guess. <laughs> you don't have to. I. I, I don't. I don't know.
0: You can think of one later. No, no, no. No, you're not? No. Okay. All right, sweet. So they kind of waddle forward. You hold their Pokeballs, and how do you act with them for the first time? This is your first Pokemon uh, ever, your whole life, and you will get to have it as your companion. What are you doing? Hugging it. (laughs) Vulpix kind of leaps into your arms, Hez, and she like nuzzles in. She's like, Vulpix, Vulpix. Instantly attracted, instantly connected to you.
3: Ooh, that's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough interaction to beat. Um, Percy goes over and grabs the Pokeball that C Dot just popped out of. Uh, reaches into his cargo pocket, and you just kind of hear like a and that's a candy wrapper opening up. And he just starts like biting a candy wrapper and just kind of staring at C Dot. And then he holds the ball out, and C Dot returns. And he, like, switches the candy bar and the Pokeball. So, like, now there's just, just like, chocolate Fender Prinks all over it. And he goes here. <laughs> Gumball, go. And he just, like, instead of throwing it, it just kind of rolls out of his hand onto the floor. And then it, like, <laughs> depressingly cracks open and C Dot pops out.
0: <laughs> and Oak says, you're a natural. I'm a trainer.
3: Yeah, I'm a trainer. <laughs>
0: Uh, you might want to work on your
3: grip there. It's it's, it's butterfingers. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not like a butterfinger <laughs> bar, but yeah, it's the chocolate. Uh, you probably won't get it.
0: Thews, what are you doing with uh,
1: your weasel? Methuselah just walk kind of walks over and and bends over, picks up the ball, just kind of just stuffs it in his pocket. And looks down at Buizel, you know, makes eye contact, and then just kind of gives him a little nod and then turns and starts walking away as a gesture for Buizel to follow. Playing it cool, you know, super excited on the inside, first Pokemon, outside, got to play it cool, because I've done told everybody my dad's a famous trainer from another region. It's not the first time I've seen a Pokemon.
0: Right. <laughs> this is old news. All right, sweet. So uh, as you walk away, he says, now, wait, 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 wait. You know your mission. Go to Viridian City. Get the special package for me that's in the Poke-, Poke Center there, or the Poke Mart. And I want you to take this. This will help you on your journey. And he hands you each a backpack. Um, and in this backpack is a potion, the 500 Poke that he promised you, and five Pokeballs. Five additional Pokeballs. And he says, now, now remember. There's a lot of Pokemon out there and it's dangerous. You don't have to catch them all, but whatever you catch and bring back to me, I'll give you an additional 200 Poke for each one that you bring. So go nuts.
3: Uh, that is that a C Dot joke, Professor?
0: <laughs> <laughs> he kind of chuckles to himself. He's like, <laughs> uh, yep.
3: <laughs> Cool, cool. I thought so. Uh, where's the elevator?
0: Uh, the elevator's right over there. And he points and you see this chain that's in front of it that just says, out of order. You say, oh, oops, sorry.
3: <sighs> and then Percy, like, heads towards the door. Okay. After, of course, grabbing his backpack and all that good stuff.
0: Yeah. You all sling the backpack around your back, turn around, uh, and you guys head out of oak's lab um and he waves goodbye he says good luck i'll also see you tonight take route one out north i didn't tell you that before and you guys uh tumble down these stairs ready to start your pokemon journey you head straight out of town to the end of route one with your pokemon in tow Joe, your dungeon master. Thanks for listening to you. Mean a tavern. Uh, if you are here for the first time, welcome. If you're back after a lot of other episodes, welcome back. Uh, I'm I'm excited about this little little mini arc, this one shot, we'll call it. Not not much of a one shot on a podcast form because we still split it up into our episodes, uh, but it's built to be a one shot in the Pokemon Five E system. That up, It's kind of been like a, a love project I've been working on for the past two and a half years and continue to uh, up to Gen 5 Pokemon right now, and I'm adding a couple more, uh, but I hope you enjoy it. Again, well, I'm going to post links to it in the uh, episode description if you haven't already seen those, uh, but thanks for listening. Uh, I know we're having a lot of fun with it, and we're going to continue to. So... Um, I want to take a minute here just to thank a few people. I want to thank Jacob Pretty for the awesome, awesome retro video game style music that you hear in this episode. Uh, he does all the music for our show. Uh, Jacob Pretty, you killed it this time. I really enjoyed it, and we're gonna post that. Um, we're gonna post the tracks on our Patreon. That's ymia tavern slash. Wait, what is it? Patreon.com slash YMIA Tavern. Uh, you can get access to all the music from our show, including this one, for just a dollar a month. So think about joining that. I want to thank everybody that has joined that Patreon, especially here in this mid-roll. I want to thank our $15 or more patrons. That's Dash Cole, Andre K, Jello Crew, Kurt Nolan, Tarkin Davis, Sierra Clark, Jason Ford, Eleanor Fitchett, Jonathan Zeman, Michael Kennitzer, GM Binder, Max Bender, Ali Roxana, Ice Blue 220, Strive for Honor, Sarah Blue. Mark Deacon, Joe, you know who this is, please read the entire name, and Karen Angel, John Dalstrom, uh, and that's it. So thank you, guys. Uh, those are all of our $15 or more patrons. They get extra perks. Um, they got their name. Uh, most of them got their name. Before we ran out of NPCs, most of them got their name read uh, in our main campaign. But thank you to all our Patreon supporters who've really helped us throughout these two years. And I think that's it. I think that's it. So uh Enjoy the rest of this first part of Oaks Parcel One-Shot. We're going to post the other parts um, up until and maybe past uh, when we get a chance to sit down and record our next main campaign episode, which should be very soon. All right, everybody. Have a good one. See you later. still, it's a beautiful day. It's probably around noon. You look out at Route 1 and you see this long winding dirt path that stretches out before you. You see this these series of these rolling hills that are underneath this clear sunny sky. The landscape ab- abounds forward. This It's full of fields of tall grass. You, sp- you see uh, spotted, you know, everywhere with trees and there's the occasional thick patch of uh, forest um, in the distance. And you see way, way out on the horizon, you see these tall snow-capped peaks of a majestic mountain range. And you, you watch as animals and Pokemon uh, fly from tree to tree, fly across the sky. You you see the tall grass before you ebb and flow with with the movement of wind and any small creatures that may reside inside. And this is a very open environment. You've got tall grass, you've got forest, you've got the straightaway path that leads straight to Viridian. Uh, the world is your oyster. and Well, the world is your uh, cloister, and you
3: can uh.
0: do, do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want.
3: Um, Percy's going to venture into some tall grass. Let's do yep. this. Yep. Get some right. bonds.
0: Everybody going there? Going straight for catching mons? No, Hez wants to go in the woods. You said there's woods? There's woods, there's forest, there's tall grass, there's the path. The woods are kind of off to the distance. You can do both. You can start in tall grass and go to woods. Totally up to you. Yes, this is open world.
1: Hez is going to walk through the tall grass towards the woods.
0: Mm, Okay, nice. Uh, Thus, you
1: following? You veering off? You going with him? Methuselah will follow... Uh, just kind of sitting back, muttering, like, I just don't know why we can't stick to the road. It's just like the, the fastest way there. And Percy's going to have like a heat stroke or something.
3: <laughs> Percy is already lagging behind, just <laughs> super struggling.
0: <sighs> all right. All right. So you all step straight forward in the tall grass and, uh, uh, Hez, you seem like you were out first. Why don't you roll me a D one hundred?
1: D one hundred, you say? Yep. Seven hundred fifty. So seventy five.
0: Fifty seven. Fifty seven. Uh okay, perfect. All right. So you, as you are, um, you are heading through this tall grass. It's about about waist high it's just you know you are trudging along through it it's waving to the left and the right um the three of you start to hear this this noise and it's like and you part the tall grass and you see this patch of a dead area um where the grass is a little bit shorter kind of folded off to the side and there in the tall grass there is a opened backpack that looks like it's been there for ages maybe lost and forgotten and inside you see the bottom half of two raccoon looking Pokemon with with brown and white um, or brown and tan stripes. And their, their hair is matted. And right now, uh, they are, like, nose deep into this bag, searching around for something. Um, and you kind of sneak up on them as they're,
1: as they're doing this. Are they zigzagoons?
0: They are zigzagoons.
1: <laughs> cool. Um, so Hez is creeping up, sort of. But he's also typing on his computer, trying to figure out what they are. He's like, Kit, let's
2: try to get him.
1: And uh, Kit jumps forward. No, creeps forward. It creeps forward. Okay. It's going to sneak up on him and uh, give him a little scorch with Ember.
0: Okay, so uh, we're going to roll initiative. Now, the other two kind of catch up. They're they're not far behind you. Um, so they see this too. You just happen to see this first. What are they doing? What are Thoos and Percy doing?
3: Um, you just see, uh, when, um, Percy stumbles into the clearing, just, oh, and he like digs around his pocket for a second, you just hear wrappers crinkling around, and then he pulls out the Pokeball that's now covered in even more chocolate, and rears back (laughs) to make a throw, and it's just like a pathetic, just like, arc right in front of him, (laughs) lands about three feet in front of him, and Gumball pops out, and, uh, oh. All right, Dot, help him out. Tackle. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, so at this this horrible sound of uh, Percy's voice, the zigzagoons whip around from the backpack. Uh, Zig, zigzag, zigzag, zigzag And they look around and they bare their teeth and they are ready for battle. I want you to all roll initiative.
1: I was trying to sneak up on them.
3: He says. Percy clearly does not sneak. Seven.
1: Is am I rolling my initiative or Vulpix's initiative?
0: If you roll your trainer's initiative
1: for this. Still a
3: seven. Twenty. Percy 20? is the fastest Percy's
0: super <laughs> fat.
3: As compared to, you know, my rogue. or my rogue, Jesus, my
2: ro- mug, tug.
0: Yeah. <laughs> One. Alright, uh Methuselah got eleven. Eleven. Perfect. All right, so Percy, you are up first. You are facing these two zigzagoons with your partners at your side and C-Dot at your feet.
3: C-Dot kind of whirls around and looks at Percy, um, a little dejected and discontent. Not a lot of of energy going between the Pokemon and his new trainer. And Percy picks up C-Dot and he goes, All right, I've been thinking about this move, C-Dot tackle! And he rears back and throws C-Dot at the Zigzagoons. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it's just like a pathetic little arc. So he just kind of like <laughs> lands a couple feet short, but now has no momentum and just kind of like <laughs> knocks in with a pathetic tackle.
0: Alright, roll up. Did you roll an attack? I haven't yet. Okay, we're going to uh, roll
3: 16. <laughs> oh, that'll hit? <laughs> Let me uh, pull up use the app here to pull up uh, tackle, ah uh, yes, the patented 1d6 minus 1 for 2 damage
0: <laughs> <laughs> 2 damage okay, sweet so c that kind of rolls forward uh, makes contact with the zigzagoon but just barely, you just hear this boink, as it just taps against the zigzagoon's nose, just gives it a good boop, uh, and that zigzagoon is just going to back up a couple feet and unleash this intimidating growl, and I need you to make a wisdom save. Who's... Uh, C-Dot.
3: 17. Dice is hot tonight. Oh,
0: that passes. So Zigzag... Yeah, Zigzagoon growls. goon And um, C-Dot is unfazed by this attack as it gets back to its feet. And
1: Thuze, you're up. Uh, so Thuze, having pulled up kind of just behind Percy, uh eyes large, like this is the first time he's seen Pokemon in the wild, uh, and he reaches in his pocket and kind of the ball just kind of fumbles out nobody sees it and, and Wizzle pops out and having seen that Percy you know, just shouted tackle, he's gonna kind of uh, copy uh, Percy and just hope that that works and he goes Bweezel bre- bre- T- tackle and Bweezel goes charging off at the same zigzagoon
0: the same one alright yeah. right. sweet roll yep. it 14 that'll to hit, hit.
1: alright 1d6 plus 4
0: so you have an 18 in dex already
3: yo are you serious c. I can't do anything <laughs>
0: <laughs> Weasel's dex is plus four. Weasel might have been an OP uh, starter for this adventure. Okay, that's fine. So one six plus
1: four. What'd you roll? Uh, six. So ten damage.
0: Ten damage. Okay, nice. So Weasel barrels forward, collides with the zigzagoon. They go rolling forward, uh, and the zigzagoon is thrown to the ground like oof. And it is. It gets up to its feet, but it is not looking good at all. Um, the other one, the the other zigzagoon has kind of been watching this leaps to its defense and attempts to tackle on buizel who just attacked its buddy so it rushes forward as buizel's back is turned rolling a 14 top right
1: oh yes it's a, it's ac's a 12
0: okay so that'll hit so yeah. it's gonna do uh four damage four damage to buizel as this zigzagoon just slams into Weasel's back, knocking him forward a little bit, and
1: Hez is up. Um, (laughs) Hez will throw a Pokeball at the zigzagoon the (laughs) other guys have been attacking. The hurt one? Yeah. Okay, sweet. Sweet. How does that work?
0: Uh, you are gonna roll, you're gonna use up one of your Pokeballs and you're gonna roll an animal handling check. 12 12? Alright, so you toss this Pokeball, it arcs up into the air above the other trainer's Pokemon and it hits the Zigzagoon on the top of the head and kind of rolls off to the side and sucks this Zigzagoon in with a flash and it shakes once and then it shakes again and then it shakes a third time and then it clicks with a ding and you have caught yourself a Zigzagoon
2: (laughs) Ha ha!
1: Is that my whole action? I guess there's still another zigzagoon. Yeah,
0: no, this. Yeah, that's your full action. That is your full action. Cool. But you have a level one. You have a level one cocky zigzagoon with nice. uh, four HP, and it knows growl and tackle. And Percy, you just basically see this this pokeball arc over. C dot's head and suck this zigzagoon inside and roll to a stop.
3: Uh, what do you do? Uh, he just lo- he he looks over at um at Haz and he just kind of mumbles, "Stupid nerd." <laughs> C dot
2: <laughs> tackle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is he tackling the other zigzagoon or me? Yes,
3: the other six is good. 16. 16 will hit. Can't wait for my D6 minus one. (laughs) Cool, one.
0: Oh, two minus Mm. one?
3: (laughs) No, I rolled a one minus one.
0: So it's zero damage? (laughs)
3: All
0: right, what does it look like?
3: Uh, C dot... (laughs) Like he's like after tackling the first one is just next to the other one and just kind of like leans into it, <laughs> just like you just again you just hear, <laughs> and he like whips around and looks at Percy and Percy's like yeah like big thumbs up,
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> crushing it. Having no clear understanding of the progress they are or are not making.
1: <laughs> all right, all right, Thewes, you're up so seeing the uh, one zigzagun again gets caught er, Thuze just kind of was like I never wanted like one of those anyways he can have all of them (laughs) Weasel let's get that one tackle and Weasel goes charging after the other one uh, attempting to possibly win one for Thuze and that's a one
0: uh, that's a natural one?
1: Yeah, a natural one.
0: That's fantastic. Okay, so, uh, so as a uh, weasel kind of whips around at this zigzagoon that um, tried to tackle it, but as it does, it loses its footing and falls straight on its back and lands prone, just staring up at the sky, feeling very embarrassed. And the other zigzagoon takes this opportunity to leap on top of the Weasel with another tackle at advantage. And that's going to be a 6 and an 11. Do either of those hit? Nope. So somehow this Zigzagoon arcs up and tries to land on top of Weasel, but Weasel is able to put his arms up and fend off this attack and uh, Hez is up next.
1: Um, Hez is... Just gonna have, uh, what's Kit attack in at the, uh, at the zigzagoon. Nice, okay. Which is a, let's see. Wait, I'm looking at zigzagoon. Plus
0: three. Thirteen. That'll
1: hit. All right, 1d6 plus one is six. Six damage. So, what's it look like? Um, yeah, you know, it's ember. Vulpix is still kind of little, so it's kind of a. Uh, it's a good hit. Some sort of, uh, almost like uh, like if you see like a like. Ashes coming up off of a fire, like sort of a stream of those coming out of her mouth. Nice zigzagoon for six damage.
0: Yeah, these embers kind of start to singe and you you could just smell like the, the smell of like burning hair, burning dirty raccoon hair. Uh, just <laughs> fill the air around you as these embers start to singe the outside and Percy, you're up. And the Zigzagoon is hurt, but not yet, uh, not yet feeling the pangs of defeat. It's still very much in this fight.
3: Percy, Percy's gonna command Gumball to unleash a yet another devastating tackle. <laughs> See if I can deal damage this time. Natural one. Let's get it, Gumball.
2: <laughs> <What>?
3: <laughs> That's amazing. Alright, what happens? What's the punishment? Gumball, like, feeling a little overconfident, takes one step back and charges forward at the Zigzagoon and just kind of whiffs and then, like, eats it into the remnants of uh, the Vulpix's ember and just kind of, like, has a panic attack and runs back at Percy. <laughs> like, runs back towards Percy. Like, mortified.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, awesome. Uh you
3: Well, Weasels right there, yep. right?
0: Yeah, he's still there. He's, like, kind of on the ground still. He's prone, but... Is it still tackle? Like, is that just it? Tackle or your other move. You got another move? Uh, well, another move is, what does is growl it's, do? It's in the app.
3: If you click on it in the app, it'll it'll uh, it'll tell you.
1: It doesn't matter. This thing looks injured, right? I'm I'm gonna just I'm gonna tackle.
3: Okay,
0: do it. Nine. That will not hit.
1: This is very reminiscent of the spider fight. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> so we Be- weasel tries to get this this. Um, mangy, rabid raccoon off of it. He's fighting back to like fist against claws and can just not deal and not connect with this uh, incoming raccoon's attack and it continues its onslaught onto this weasel with another tackle at advantage because you didn't get up. Uh, 14 and a 20 not natural. So those will both hit. You're going to take 8 damage. 8 normal damage. To weasel as Damn. zigzagoon um, just co- collapses its body right into weasel's stomach, doing some extra damage, and has is up.
1: It's it's a it's a mixture of a buoy and a weasel, guys. I just realized it when you called it a weasel. <laughs> it's got a thing around its neck. <laughs> it's a weasel. It's a weasel. I'm just throwing that there out go, there. there is go, that Tins. not what we've been saying? I don't I don't I really don't no, know. No, just said weasel. And I realized it's a weasel. And I was trying to put together the buoy. <laughs> Duh. Uh, okay, so it's a, Bo- it's a weasel. Weasel. Bo- weasel. Bo- weasel. Like a buoy with a weasel. Bo- anyway, Hez is this gonna catch this zigzagoon too. How many Pokeballs do we have? <laughs> Five? Oh no I'm not. No I'm not. I don't wanna kill it. If you guys wanna
3: catch it. I mean, I would like to catch it. I'll, I'll growl.
0: you okay, yeah. You, Vulpix can growl. That's yeah, fine. Growl. That's an attack, right?
1: Vulpix. get him, scare him. So, so my pal Percy can catch it. And Vulpix goes, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just—it's more cute than scary. What does growl? What does growl even do? Oh no, I'm sorry. It's—it's t- it's a tail whip. Retcon, retcon, tail whip. Oh, okay shake shake it shake your tail at him distracting it and opening its defenses so Percy can catch it is what I instead say um, so I have to make a wisdom, what kind of wisdom save? save DC 11
0: okay uh that is a six. So, uh, Bulbix kind of wags its tail, it shuffles its butt left and right, and the Zigzagoon whips around, releasing Buizel for just a moment as it is distracted. And Percy, you are up.
3: Percy starts fumbling through his other cargo (laughs) pocket. (laughs) Good job, Gumball, this is it! And he just rears back to do another patented Percy throw, and it just like popped like butterfingers out of his hands, uh, like just like it did in Oak's lab, <laughs> except because it popped out of his hands, like mid throw, it actually got like a normal trajectory and it is <laughs> soaring towards the, the Zigzagoon, taking two bounces and then gently touching the side of the Zigzagoon uh, with the, the Pokeball. All right, roll
0: roll your animal handling. This is it.
3: Natural 20!
0: Hey! No, <laughs> nice! Okay, so this Pokeball, before it even taps the Zigzagoon, opens up and sucks it in, and it barely gets through one shake before it clicks and glows white, and you have uh, successfully caught the Zigzagoon. Because it's a natural 20, I'm going to restore Zigzagoon's health to full, so you have a energetic Zigzagoon with full health. Level one. <laughs>
3: So my best Pokemon. Right. <laughs> cool.
0: Correct. And uh, you're out of initiative. The The uh, patch of grass falls quiet and you're left there with still the old pack there in the middle of the field of tall grass. Um, but no Pokemon in sight except for your own.
1: Hez is Googling Zigzagoon on his computer. Very excitedly. Mm-hmm. And looking up Dex entries for it. He says, "Did you guys know the hair on Zigzagoon's back is bristly, and it rubs the hard back hair against trees to leave its territorial markings?"
2: Cool.
1: <laughs> he says, "Okay." <laughs> and he, keeps, and he keeps walking away, typing as he goes
3: towards the forest. Okay. Um, I, just shoves both pokeballs after returning C. Dot, g- aka Gumball, uh, puts both of his uh, pokeballs in his right pocket where he also keeps uh, his chocolate bar wrappers, and follows um, follows Hez.
1: Methuselah, you know, recalls Buizel and stays. Keeps them within eyesight, but kind of falls back and is giving Weasel a pep talk. Say, you know, Weasel, we've we've got to do better next time. We can't we can't get shown up by these 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 guys. They just we got to do better. And it's just a constant stream of of encouragement.
0: <laughs> <There you laughs> okay. Go. So you guys walk right over the old pack to uh, go towards right. the forest. <laughs> Not even caring it. about its contents at all. And uh, roll another D100 this time uh Percy. As you enter the forest portion of route 1. 92. Damn nice. Okay. You enter into the forest. Um it is dark and uh you know even though the outside is is Clear and sunny. There's just a few patches of clouds. Um, the canopy is thick. When you get into this this forest, and you walk, you walk through, you trudge through these vines and this this thick shrubbery. Um, and I want you to each roll me a perception check.
3: Thirteen for Percy.
0: Okay. Ten. Eighteen. Eighteen. All right. So as um, Percy and Methuselah. Or Percy and Hez are walking forward. Methuselah, you said you're kind of hanging back a little bit. Uh, they're watching their feet. Percy especially is making sure he doesn't trip and roll to the ground. Um, Hez has looked up from his computer to kind of like search his surroundings, looking down to the ground. But you behind them spot, uh, just up in the trees, maybe 15, 20 feet up, uh, these four eyes kind of creep around these two trees and as Hez and Percy are just about to walk under them you see these two creatures kind of creep around from these trees they look like um, look like geckos almost as the, you see their hands kind of like creep around these trees and they crawl forward and they look down and they look like they're about to jump and leap down on top of the trainers uh, what do you do? Hez! Hez,
1: watch out!
0: <laughs> Hez <he's> watches out.
3: <laughs> cool.
0: And just as you yell that, uh, the tr- the creatures are spooked, and they leap from the trees down towards the trainers with a scream, Trico! Trico! And they land, poof, poof, right in front of the trainers, and I want you to all roll initiative.
3: Three. Nine.
0: Five. <laughs> okay, sweet. So these are two Tricos. They are gecko-looking creatures. They're starters in, I think, Gen 3? 3, three, I think. Yeah, three. Uh, one of them rolls an 18. The other one rolls a 10, just beating Percy. So both of them are going to go first. So these Tricos are going to head... Actually, let me roll for this. Let's see. This will be fun. They leap from the trees uh one okay and they actually both go for you the trainers they ignore your pokemon they are lunging at uh the most intimidating creatures that have entered their forest so one is good they're both gonna do a pound attack from the trees one rolling a 12 against you has
1: i have 11
0: so yeah so that hits yeah so you're gonna take as this trico just collides with your head. You're gonna take five points of damage yourself. Damn. And then uh, the other one's gonna go straight down for Percy, rolling a ten. You don't have anything in decks, right?
3: Uh, n- uh, zigzagoon might, right? No, or you. It's my. You. It's my AC. No, I don't have. Uh, I don't have a deck Okay. Bonus.
0: So you're gonna take. You're gonna take three damage. So these Tricos leap from the trees, and they slam into you, both of you, the top of your heads, and kind of cling onto your face, and Percy, you're up first.
3: All right, Zigzagoon, this is
0: tackle. <laughs> you have a Trico on your face Curly.
3: Well, yeah. <laughs> Percy is not thinking through this, clearly. That's okay. the one Zigzagoon's attacking. Excellent. Um, 13. That'll hit. Beautiful. Can I, I might knock myself out with this. <laughs> that is nine damage. Damn. <laughs> no. Okay, hang on. To the trico and my own face.
0: <laughs> I don't
3: think we're gonna do that. You'll die, right? I mean, I'll be knocked unconscious. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> no. Start making death saves. Why don't
0: you take? Why don't you take half of that in damage since this thing is on your face? So the zigzagoon whips around kind of cocks its head like zig and then you yell your command and it ru- it kind of shrugs its shoulders and rushes and leaps up from the ground slamming into this trico that falls to the ground but also doing damage to you so the trico takes nine and uh, you're gonna take four
3: i am down to one hit point <laughs> the the
0: treco falls to the ground is a little bit slow to get up um, but looks extremely pissed off and Thuze,
1: you are up. Thuze pulls out his little Pokeball and just ch- chucks it at Percy. Right? We th- you throw them, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, you, you throw your yeah, Pokeballs. Yeah, It lands at Percy's feet and Weasel comes exploding out. Weasel, get that Trico. And if you hit Percy, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nineteen to hit. Uh, that'll hit? That's another six so ten damage.
0: Ten damage to the same treco that he just attacked? Yeah. yeah right? Yeah. Right. Okay. So Buizel bursts from its Pokeball already like in mid lunge and just slams into the Trico and the Trico goes fluttering off into the forest and disappears completely and you have defeated the Trico. It is gone. And uh Hez, you're up. There's still one left.
1: It's, like, on me. It's on your face. I, like, hurl it off of me. I'm like, ah! And Vulpix jumps in with an ember. That's my plan. Can you okay. do that? Nice. Yeah. All right, so plus three. Fucking kidding me? Natural one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one for each of you so far.
1: I don't, I don't think right, I so have I got- rolled above a ten in this... Uh, one <laughs> shot. Uh, what? Is, what's it look like? You? T- I don't know. You tell me. It's critical fail.
0: And <laughs> it, it was an ember.
1: Yeah. Start a forest so fire. Vulpix,
0: uh, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Vulpix um, unleashes this ember, and it's it's been learning from you from its previous kind of like, ashy light attack earlier and actually unleashes a pretty sizable fireball that happens to be way off target. And what happens is it's way to the left and it catches some dry brush on fire and that starts to grow into, uh, I'd say a campfire sized blaze, um, currently way, way off the target of, of its, uh, of Trico and it's Trico's turn. And just seeing this fire kind of freaks it out Uh, It panics, and it rushes back up towards you uh, for another pound attack. Well, no, it rushes towards Vulpix, the cause of this this flame, with another pound attack. And it rolls an 11. Miss. That'll miss. Okay, so in its panic, it misses completely as as it rushes past Vulpix. And Percy, you're up.
3: Zigzagoon, scare it with a growl. And then Zigzagoon goes
0: <laughs> uh Wisdom save?
3: Yeah. What's the DC on that Um would it be like I think it's 11?
0: It says in the app. Should say in the app. I'm not going to pass anyway cuz it's an 8. What happens with the
3: growl? Uh it gets minus 1 to any attack it makes for the duration which is 1 minute.
0: Okay, sweet. Alright, so this Trico is intimidated by the Zigzagoon's growl, um, and it looks less willing to fight. Thuz, you're up.
1: Just gotta tackle?
0: I mean, you can do multiple things. You can, like, use your moves. You can throw a Pokeball to try to catch it. You can use an item, other item. Not that you have many right now, Uh, but...
1: Well, then I'm... I'm... Okay. I'm gonna Pokeball, then, because I haven't done that yet. There you go. Is that just, uh...
0: Animal handling check. 14 alright so you chuck this pokeball you grab a pokeball from your backpack and you throw it at the Trico and it hits the Trico and sucks it up and shakes once shakes twice it shakes three times and then it clicks and you've caught yourself a Trico at full health yeah this is a hardy Trico so Hardy nature means its AC goes up by one, but its Dex goes down by two. And the forest falls silent once again, except for the blaze that has now grown uh, about two or three times its size. And you are quickly being surrounded by flames.
2: Uh,
1: Hez is like throwing rocks and dirt at <laughs> the at the fire. He's completely then completely ignoring. The fight going on behind him and he's just like throwing rocks and dirt at the fire <laughs> and Vulpix is just like sort of hopping around happily um oblivious to <laughs> give me a uh, survival <laughs> check that this is bad survival huh yeah A uh, five <laughs> <laughs> so
0: in the process of like throwing rocks what you're basically doing is like pushing brush to create more wind and air underneath the fire and it <laughs> continues
1: to grow cool uh what are the other two of you doing
3: isn't boise
1: a water type <laughs> Hez has says that out
2: loud
3: <laughs> doesn't have any water moves has
1: has shut up okay gosh like i know that but we could just run the whole forest is going to burn down <laughs>
3: You just see Percy pull his hands out of his pockets. Oh, my chocolate's melting! <laughs> <laughs> and his hands are just <laughs> coated in chocolate.
0: The fire continues to grow and is now circling your group.
3: He sprints towards <laughs> back to the words of the path. It's the fastest Hez, you've ever seen Percy move. Hez is googling rapidly,
1: and he's 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 like looking around at the brush, and he's like do a control burn so the fire can't get out of control <laughs> like pointing to random underbrush is that a thing yeah they catch shit on fire so that the big fire won't uh, like you know jump over a road or whatever
0: uh, okay give me a uh give me a um <laughs> i don't know i'll tell you what i'm gonna make uh i'm gonna set a dc of 12 i need you to make three ember attacks and if all of them hit that DC, you would control the fire.
1: Cool. Well, that's a seven. But a <laughs> ten.
3: And a thirteen. So the fire has doubled in inside.
0: <laughs> so, so, yeah, Bulpix is just happily hopping around, blowing flames in more dry areas, expanding the fire of this forest. And I need you to all give me a dexterity check to run away.
3: 11. Percy gets a 13.
1: Okay. 13 for Methuselah.
0: All right, so somehow, all three of you passed. I was just going to set that at 10. You all rush away from this blaze that increases and increases and increases, and soon (laughs) this whole patch of thick forest is on fire. Black smoke, black and gray smoke just billowing up into the sky as you all reach the path, um, successfully setting... About thirty percent of Route wa- Route One in a uh, in a blaze, <laughs> and I think that's where we end. We will end today's
1: session, <laughs> ending upon causing several extinctions. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Last but certainly not least, I want to give a special shout out to our $5 or more patrons. This is uh, Metal Minister, Kristen McAdams, Joseph Prange, Pranch, oh man, I'm sorry. Elongated Beholder Gooch. Oh geez. Gino S Jace Hopper, Harper, uh, Chris Nelson, Robert Christian, Zachary Robert, Crowley Barros, The Stone Druid, Joshua Gibson, 8-Bit Wizard, James G. C. Aklantz, Uncles with Benefits, Daniel Miles, Jaeger, Joshua McKee, Raver E. Alice, Petey, Jason Colliver, Andrew Fontenot, Fantastic, Ursula Bertea, Cody Irwin, Henry Strong, Shepard Tapiris, Jimmy the Penguin, Austin Pens, Derek Norman, Tim Searle, Liquor Locker, Torben Schwarz, James Crouch, J.J. Holler, Tucker Barkley, Pat Nads Kevin DeHart, Matthew Watson, Jesse Jones, Jason Britman, Joshua Motzinger, Nicole Chapin, Ian Coughling, William Martin, Dice Quest Podcast, a.k.a. Jack, Nick Vukulich, Vitaly Vasilyuk, and Adam Hoffling. You guys rock, all of you. Thank you so much for your donations. If you want to get on this list and get some perks, go on to uh, patreon.com slash YMIA
2: Tavern. Bye-bye.